Praise the Lord. Miss Karen, everybody serving us. Amen. Let's get into the Word this morning. Y'all ready or not? Say, come on. Are y'all ready? I'm going to tell you, I don't know. They seem like a sleepiness come over to church. I can't stand that. I don't like it at all. Amen. I like us to be alert, awake, and ready. Amen. That is me. And I don't like it. So anyway, you got to slap yourself, do something. Got it? Are y'all ready? And it could just be me. There you go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Amen. Let's go to the Word this morning. I'm in a series on the Holy Spirit. Now, the reason I do that is because it's a perfect timing, perfect timing around what happened with Jesus and what He did for us with the cross and, of course, the Last Supper. We'll have communion here, and that, was, that comes from the Last Supper. And He says, do this in remembrance of me. We'll do that in just a little bit. But then, of course, there was the betrayal in the garden. There was the you know, the denial by Peter and all the disciples forsook Jesus and fled. And then, of course, the cross and then the resurrection. And then him coming to his disciples and trying to let them know that, you know, he still believed in them. He loved them. So I've given message on that. And then, then he said, stay in Jerusalem for the Comforter will come. I'm not going to leave you alone, but God the Holy Spirit will come and be with you. And there's so, mis, uh, so much misunderstanding, I believe, and just downright lies about the Holy Spirit. So anyway, we're going to address that. We're going to talk about it today, all right? So I've got a series. I've named this one called Come Along, Come Alongside or Pile On. Come Along or Pile On. Say that with me. Come Along or what? The Holy Spirit is the comforter. The Holy Spirit is the one who comes alongside. But so often we, the church, we Christians, we whatever, we pile on top of people. And we gave a whole message last week on that. And I, I gave some of my baggage, some garbage that I had, some things that I believed. that used to be weights around people's necks. But I didn't leave it just to me. I went around the, I went around the world last week, didn't I say? I mean, I hit the Catholics. That's all right. They deserve to be hit. So do me. Sorry. Charismatics. Boom. You know what I mean? Even Church of Christ. Wham. But we, we add so much, so much, so much to the Christian life. It's no wonder people aren't wanting to come. It's killing them. So anyway, that's this series. Come along or pile on. Come alongside or pile on top of people. That was last week's message. I want to take it a little further. Last week's message was called paraclete. I know it's a weird word. That's the Greek word that means Holy Spirit, the one, that's the comfort, the one that comes alongside. Or the word veros is the word wait. Which is it? What should the church be? Should we be people that comes alongside people or people that weigh people down? Say. Well, it's clear as crystal. We need to be people that comes alongside. Jesus said we're to be paraclete to people. We're to love people, to help people, to encourage people, come alongside. doesn't mean you can't share truth. You can speak the truth, but the Bible says speak the truth in what? In love. And you know the weird thing about church? We can really believe what we're saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're... I mean, we, for years, for years, if you'd have asked me... How should women come dressed to church? I would say in a dress. They'd wear a dress. I would have said that. And I would have believed that it was the most God-honoring thing you can do. But it ain't. It's not that I... I, It ain't. It just ain't. You understand yes or no? 
If that's what you like, if that's what you prefer, good. But we say things and believe things. You know, we, we had one at our church. I mean, it was, I said it last week that if your hair is long, you can't have long hair. And I believed it. I believe you are more God-honoring to have your hair cut nice. It ain't at all. You hear me or not say? Yeah, I'm glad you said yeah, okay? What I'm saying is we make up stuff. And it's not that we don't believe it. We believe it. We believe it. And some of the things the charismatic church has made up, I'm not saying they don't believe it. They believe it. But then, unfortunately, sometimes you can start forcing these beliefs. And you can believe so much, it's, it's just crazy. It becomes a weight around people's necks. And we don't want to do that. So that was last week's message. Let's go, Roger. Let's see what we can find today. Amen? Jesus called the Holy Spirit. He called the Holy Spirit the what? The Comforter. Now, we've talked about that. But let's look at it a little bit more. He said, I'll pray the Father, talking to his disciples. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to the cross. I'm not going to be here anymore. But I will pray, and God the Father will send you the Comforter. That's that word paraclete, the Holy Spirit. And He will do what? He'll abide with you forever. So Jesus called the Holy Spirit the Comforter. He's the one who comes alongside of us. That's God who is here. He is with us. He's with us today. He's with us in our trials. He's with us in our ups and our downs. How many know that? Yes or no, say Come on. And He's there for you, and He is with us, and He's the Comforter. But Jesus, say this with me. Not only did He call the Holy Spirit the Comforter, say it with me out loud. He also called the Holy Spirit the what? One more time. The what? Now, I've been around the block a while. I've been doing this a while. I know I I look young, but I've been around a while. Anyway, I always throw that line in there every once in a while. But anyway... Uh, I've been around a while, and there's more mistruths about what Jesus called the one who would be the truth. Do you hear me or not? I said it to the earlier crowd. If, if, If it sounds like a preacher's lying to you, he probably is. You understand that or not? If somebody says something that sounds off the wall and kooky... It probably is. Did you hear me? You can say whatever. Well, God, the Holy Spirit done told me. Listen, if you kooky, you kooky. And if you're saying something, you can put preacher and Bible behind it all day long. If it ain't right, it still ain't right. And the thing is, you got a rough road to hoe here. Because things that we say the Holy Spirit does... He's the one who's called the Spirit of Truth. Not the Spirit of maybe, do what you want. No. So we we really need to be solid here. You hear me or not? You better watch it. I mean, people make stuff up all the time. And a lot of people make stuff up to enrich themselves. Ha! You ever heard of some fat cat preachers? It's crazy. It's not the Word of God. It's not right. Okay, but we do it. We do it. And we need to be telling the truth and be people of truth. Jesus says, even the Spirit of what? Truth. Whom the world can't receive. Because it sees Him not, 
neither knows him, but you know him. He was saying to the disciples, you know me, you'll know him. You will know him. He dwells with you. He will be in you. He will be with you. The spirit of what? Truth. Okay? So keep listening now. Howbeit, when the Spirit of truth is come, He will guide you into all what? Truth. He'll not speak of Himself. That's interesting too. So many people, when they talk about the Holy Spirit, or God the Holy Spirit said this, or God the Holy Spirit did that, it ends up coming back how great they are. Or look at what work we're doing. Or look at this. Or look at that. I'm all about cheerleading, man. I love that. I love commending. and I'm all about that. But so much of what we say, if we're not careful with the Holy Spirit, we're not speaking of Him, it ends up being we're pointing to ourselves. But whatsoever He shall hear, that shall He speak. He will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit, verse 14, the Spirit of truth, verse 14, He will glorify Jesus. For He shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Now, I know this sounds a little bit deep. It's going to get lighter here in a second, okay? It's going to get better. i got a simple message, and I'm getting there. The Spirit of truth. So he's not only the comforter, the Holy Spirit's the comforter, the one who comes alongside, but the Holy Spirit is also the Spirit of who? Truth. Can you say that loud? He's the Spirit of what? Truth. Okay? The one who will guide us into truth. Jesus In John 14, he said, I'm the way, I'm the what? The truth. And I'm the life. So, see, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit don't have split personalities. One's doing this, one's over here, and one's believing something over here. No. One God, three persons, all unified, all shooting the same arrow. Truth, not a lie. If you hear somebody say something that's not true and they say they're a preacher or they say they're a Bible, I don't care what they say or what they've written in a book. If it's not the truth, it's not of God. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but I saw it with my own eyes. I could give a hoot. I've had people do that to me. You know I ain't lying. If I told you, I wouldn't have told you this if it, was, if it wasn't real. Listen, it's either going to be you or the Bible. I'm going to believe the Bible and not you. How about that? Okay, just the way it is. Got it? Yes or no? So, anyway, no man comes to the Father but by me. Some other verses we put here for you. Jesus said to the Jews which believed on him, If you continue my word, you're my disciples indeed. Say it with me. And you shall know the what? And the truth will do what? And that's the Holy Spirit. He wants you to be free. He wants you to feel free and know that you're loved, know that you matter, know that he's with you. Okay? And I know this is a little bit complicated, but... He comes alongside of us. So he's not just the comforter, he's also the spirit of truth. He comes alongside, but he will always do what? Say it with me. He'll always what? I don't know if you know it or not, but I listen to other preachers. And they listen to me. Hello again. I'm still here. But I do. I listen to them. I listen because they're in my community. They're in this area, maybe from Tampa on back this way. And... uh Don't mean I'm always right. I'm not. But I hear people pushing stuff, and, they, and the way they get it by is they say it's the Holy Spirit. Ha! Well, that's a plan, ain't it, right there? 
But it, it's just not. It's not right. It's not going to work either. I mean, it might work for a while, but you really need to hook your wagon to truth. Yes or no, amen. How many ever believed a lie and it cost you a lot of, pro- caused you a lot of problems in your life? Can I see some hands? How many believed a lie and it ran you right off the road, baby? Yes or no? Your life went in a ditch. You better hook your wagon to truth. Okay, the Holy Spirit did not come to confuse you or screw your head up or turn you into something crazy. Okay? That's just not it. That, that can't be right. That can't be right. You might say, yeah, but I don't, you, don't, you don't understand. Hear me out. God the Holy Spirit, say this out loud. It's so important you say this. God the Holy Spirit never deceives and He never what? How can you tell it's not the Holy Spirit when someone's deceiving you and someone's making crap up? That ain't God. You hear me or not? I don't care how many songs they sing. I don't care how much flopping they do. I don't give a hoot. Somebody deceives. And I said it last week. It's not just the emotional side, guys. We make things up. And we still call ourselves the church. Well, God's not a part of that when you're deceiving people. Amen or oh me? Okay? So we're walking. People need to see what in us? They need to see what? You see truth in us. Even the spirit of what? Truth. We gave this verse earlier. Push me, Raj. Thank you. The world can't see the Holy Spirit. They're looking at you. But sometimes we'll say something or we'll get this way and we'll say it's the Holy Spirit. So they don't think they've seen the Spirit. No, they saw you. Now, can they know the Spirit? Yeah, they can when we're telling truth, when we're living out truth, when we're doing the right thing. Sometimes that's not as attractive as somebody just acting like a lunatic. But God isn't a lunatic. And he doesn't act like a lunatic. Just doesn't line up. If this message is, is rubbing you wrong, good. You'll get there. You'll be fine. People need to see truth in us. And that's where this little brief message is going. It's not much longer. Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. He's the only way to God the Father. And that's what people need to see in our life. They don't need to meet me and make them twofold the child of hell. You understand? Yes or no? And that's the thing we, we, we really need to be careful. So what is it? Is it the one who comes alongside or is it the one that weighs people down? And today, Roger's got that little image for us. He always comes up with some snazzy stuff, doesn't he? Look at that. What's the title, Rog? Truth or Lies? Truth's going to win today. You can hang on to that feather all you want to. That sucker's facing us. Amen? Truth or lies? And on this next few minutes, as we talk about the Holy Spirit, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like you to give me your attention. The first thing we knew about the Holy Spirit, really and clearly, that He was coming, was from Jesus. Yes or no? wasn't Paul. It was Jesus. 
And so I really think we ought to hook our wagon to Jesus. <laughs> and then Paul or anybody else is going to come behind that wagon. You understand? So let's find out what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't that be a good thing to do? Especially if it's not that complicated. You're going, you're going to really be disappointed how simple this is. You're going, oh my gosh, it's too simple. How many have seen some crazy in church? Can I see some hands? <laughs> okay. Well, this is going to disappoint you. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. I want to talk to you about the work of the Holy Spirit, the true work of the Holy Spirit. Now, we have communion. It's not going to be long. The true work of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Am I saying from this message today there's not other things? I'm not saying there's not other things. But I think this ought to lead everything else. Amen? So get that nailed today. So the work of the Holy Spirit. Let's go back to Jesus. Here we go. Are you all ready? Some Jesus talk. Ready? Here we go. Nevertheless, here it is again. Say it with me. I tell you the what? I'll take Jesus' word over any joker anywhere with any church in, in, in the world. He'll tell me the truth. They'll lie to me. Okay? Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's expedient for you, talking to his disciples, that I go away. Yes, expedient, all right, because you go burn in hell if I don't go to the cross. If I don't raise from the dead, you're going to be in your sins. Your goose is cooked. So, it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, wait a minute, the Comforter won't come unto you. That's the work of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Son of God and work, the work of God the Father. God the Father gave His Son, Jesus, to come to this earth. I know it's hard to understand, but He was the only one that could do this. God was the only one that was holy and righteous that could take our place. So Jesus came, died on the cross, rose from the dead. His work is finished. Did he say that on the cross? It is what? He's now at the right hand of God the Father. So it's expedient that I do what I'm doing. But, 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 the Comforter is going to come to you. When I depart, I'm going to send him to you. And when he's, when he's come, now here's the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the kicker. Here we go. Now we're starting to learn. Y'all ready? We're talking about truth. We're talking about what Jesus said about the Spirit. Okay, you're going to go away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's going to come. Mm-hmm. But what's he going to do, Jesus? What's he going to do? Well, he's the comforter. He's going to come alongside. Okay, okay. And he's going to be about truth, all truth, no lies. Okay, okay. But what's he going to do? What's his work? And when he's come, say it with me out loud, he will reprove the world of what? And of what? And of what? So what does the Holy Spirit, what's he going to do? Can we just back up one more time, Raj? What's the Holy Spirit going to do? Say it with me again. And when he, the Holy Spirit, has come, help me, he will do what? Reprove? The world of what? Of sin, of righteousness, and of... That's number one. Well, that don't sound like what they're telling me. (laughs) Number one. Pop it up, Raj. 
So number one, say it out loud. The work of the Holy Spirit. The truth. Say it out loud. The Holy Spirit convicts, or what's the word? Convinces us of what? Did you know that's what the Holy Spirit's job is? Is to convince you that you ain't going to make it without Him. You need the Lord. Say, I need the Lord. I need the Lord. You're not going to make it. You're a sinner. I can't say that. Isn't that funny how the devil doesn't want to say that? Because that's the first work of the Holy Spirit. Did I lose you? Can't preach sin. It's the easiest thing to preach. We've all done it. How many are sinners in the room? Can I see your hand? Can't preach that. Why? We all know it. It's good to preach. That's the number one work of the Holy Spirit. He will convince us that we are sinners. Not that He doesn't love us. No. He loves us. But Gary, you need me. You need forgiveness, Gary. You're not right, Gary. Okay? That's a good thing, isn't it? Yes or no? Okay? So he convinces us of sin. Of sin. Say this with me, verse 9. We're not skipping any verses here. Because they what? They what? They believe what? They believe what? Okay? So the Holy Spirit convinces us or convicts us of sin because of our unbelief, because we don't believe. And and you might say, well, I believe. I've always believed. You ain't always believed in Jesus. You didn't come out of mama going, I believe in Jesus. You came out of mama, like little Shore, I love her to death, but worries me sick that she's starting to get in there, starting to move around. Because she's going to get into what? Trouble. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit convinces us or convicts us of our sin, convinces us that we're sinners and that we need the Lord. So that leads me to point number two. What's the second work of the Holy Spirit? Don't you say it out loud. The Holy Spirit convicts or what? Convinces us, say it with me, that Jesus Christ is the only way to God the Father. So what is the work of the Holy Spirit? I thought it was you know, speaking in this tongue thing or running around. And I'm not saying that there's not situations in the Bible where that happens. But I had a lunch the other day with someone who said they spoke in tongues. And you know what they told me? And I love this guy. He said, I don't understand it. I don't know what it means. I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't do it often. What kind of father, just listen to me for a minute. If that's what that is, I'm not just trying to be against tongues. Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to get us to the truth is what I'm trying to get us to. But if what father would have you do something you don't understand, you can't explain it, and you don't know a thing about it? It just, it just doesn't line up with the truth. You hear me or not say, did I lose you or not? Now, Johnny, you need to do this. Okay. But you ain't going to understand. I ain't going to tell you what it is. You just do it. But, Daddy, why? I ain't telling you why. 
It doesn't make any sense. I'm not, I'm not trying to make people feel bad, but I am trying to make you think. How about that? So, number one, the Holy Spirit convicts, convinces us that we're sinners. Number two, the Holy Spirit convinces us that Jesus Christ is the what? Do a lot of people need convincing of that today? Do people believe good works will get them to heaven? Yes or no? Do people believe that, though? Yes or no? Absolutely. Do, do people believe giving money will get you to church? Do people believe going to church will get you to heaven? The Holy Spirit is here to convince us that none, none of that will work. You need Christ and Him alone. That's the most important thing. You hear me or not? You thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. I need that. Come on. Praise the Lord. I need to know you're listening. Okay? And I'm not trying to step on some of your toes today. I'm really just trying to help us get back to where we need to be. You wonder why our country's going off a cliff. We live in a country now, and I think maybe the church started it. Jesus doesn't, you know, it's, all roads lead to heaven. It doesn't matter. Whatever you feel, you want to worship a tree, go have that, hum it to be, hmm. Look at our world now. Kill a baby right up to the day the baby's born, ready to be born. Give your children pills in school so they can change their sex because Johnny's feeling like Joanne. It's crazy. When you get away from truth, no telling where you're going to go. And just because the church says it, that mean a thing to me. I want to know what this is. And you might say, Clark, it's this too elementary. Well, wait a minute. Holy Spirit convinces us of sin. I don't know about you. That's a pretty big thing. Pretty good thing in my life to have the Holy Spirit convince me of sin in my life. I had a situation yesterday with Kim. I, I said some things I shouldn't have said. I get this attitude. I get in a funk. I get down. I get negative. And it ain't right. Yes or no? And so, thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. That's a pretty big deal in my life. Would I rather have that or run around the house? Woohoo! I'd rather have him work it on me. This is what we need him to do. He needs to convince you today that if you don't have Christ, you're not a Christian. You need the Lord. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. And he ain't going to scream it at you. He's going to come alongside you. He's going to love you. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Just walking through the scripture. So, number one, he convinces of sin. Number two, he convinces us that, or convicts us that Jesus is the only way of God the Father. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Number three, say that with me. The third thing, last one. The Holy Spirit, help me, convicts us, or what's the word? Convinces us. Look at this one. Say it with me. That the devil has already been judged and defeated. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, you should. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And that's the one we want so often. Give me that one. Give me that one. You ain't got none of that. 
unless you know that nothing can save you but Jesus. Unless you know that you have personally put your faith in Jesus Christ. Not a church, not a preacher, not your pedigree, but Jesus. And when you do that, you get this. Look at the next scripture. Say it out loud. Of judgment. Sit with me. Because the what? Prince of this is what? That is the primary work of the Holy Spirit. And you might say, that is just too simple, Clark. I'm sorry. I like cookies on the bottom shelf. And this is what Jesus said. Did he say that? You might say, well, what does that look like? I'm glad you asked. He told the disciples, stay in Jerusalem. You'll be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit will come. They... Peter, who had denied Christ, and all the bunch, ragtag bunch of quitters, they now stand up and they're preaching the word. So let's pick it up, Raj. I want you to see what happened in Acts chapter 2 based on those three things. Convince of sin, convince they need Jesus as their Savior, and convince them the devil is judged and defeated. So look at Acts chapter 2. Peter preaches. I'm not giving the whole sermon. I'm giving you the tail end of it. He preaches and he he convinced them. Not not Peter. The Holy Spirit convicted these Jews of their sin. Peter says, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this same Jesus whom you've crucified, both Lord and Christ. And look what the people did. Look at the Jews. Say it with me. Now when they heard this, say it with me, they were what? Pricked to their hearts. Sounds like conviction. And said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, help me. Say it. Men and brethren, what shall we do? You see that? Am I I smoking something? The Holy Spirit can use Peter, his preaching. He was filled with the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit worked on the people and showed them they have a need. They're sinners. Here's what Peter said. Number two, the Holy Spirit convinced them that Jesus Christ was and is the only way to God the Father. What did, what did Peter say when they said that? What should we do? Then Peter said unto them, sit with me. Repent. Turn. Turn from you. Turn from your religion. Turn to Jesus Christ and be baptized. Every one of you. In whose name? In the name of Jesus. For what? For the remission of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Does that look like what he said in John? Yeah. And it happened where? Right out the gate. First thing the Holy Spirit did. For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Last one. He convicted them and convinced them that the devil had been defeated. What? And they they experienced the incredible presence of the Holy Spirit. Now you might say, where's that in the Bible? I ain't even skipped a verse. Look at it. Look at it. The work of the Holy Spirit, what Jesus said, literally happened in Acts 2, and it's still happening today. 
What happened when they uh, put their faith through Christ? Look at it. How did they receive Christ? Then they what? They gladly received Jesus, and they were what? And the same day, 3,000 people were saved. So I want you to see what the work of the Holy Spirit looks like. It convinces us of sin. Number two, convinces Jesus on the way to God. And number three, convinces us the devil's been defeated. Look at what the devil being defeated looks like in their life and in your life. They were obedient. They were baptized. They did what he said. Can anybody do that? Yes, sir. Can't we do that? Not on your own, but you're not on your own. You have the Holy Spirit if you're a believer in Christ. And you can do this. That's the whole point. Yes or no? But the church will tell you, if you don't talk in tongues, you can't be this. What? I didn't hear them say squat. Keep looking. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and prayers. They were what? Can we be steadfast? This is what the devil being defeated in your life looks like. Obedience, being steadfast. You hear me? And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the who? By the apostles. I'm not downplaying the works that the apostles did. They did amazing things. And all that believed were together and had things in common. Look at point number three. These unbelievers now were doing what? They were referencing God. This is what the devil is defeated life looks like. How, about, how many would say that was that's you? <laughs> you was going this way, now you're going this way. Now you find yourself being obedient, you're steadfast. Instead of cussing God, you're reverencing God. Is that the truth? They sold the possessions and goods. They parted them to all men as every man had need. So they started serving. They started loving people. This is what the Holy Spirit's work looks like. You hear me or not? I'm killing y'all today, ain't I? And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple. They broke bread from house to house. They, eat, they ate together with gladness and singleness of heart. They walked in unity. I've not seen anything like it. That the, the different views of the Holy Spirit, the disunity that it causes. How many would agree with me? You've been around a while and would raise your hand and say, that is the truth. That is the truth. That can't be right, right? I think the devil is elated when we're fighting with one another. But when we're walking in unity, boy, he is defeated. Amen? Amen. Praising God, they had favors. They had favor with all the what? And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Now we're done. They were thankful. They were thankful. A lot of people today go to church to get. Get their miracle, get their this, get their that. Why can't you just come here thankful? Say, how many could raise their hand and say, I had plenty when I came in today? Anybody want to raise their hand and say that with me? I had plenty when I came in today. <laughs> I was blessed already before I got here. We need to be thankful people. You want to defeat Satan in your life? Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for how good you've got it. 
And the last one, they had favor. Now, it was specific there. It said they had favor with the people. With the people. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. When we get the Holy Spirit, it doesn't mean... I'm sorry I looked at this side of the audience all day. I'm terrible. When we have the Holy Spirit, we don't all of a sudden have a personality where we become kooky. I don't know about you. I don't favor people like that. You hear me, yes or no? I'm a Christian. I'm not like you. What? Get away. (laughs) Come on. So I think it's a good, solid message today. And so... That's what, just from the book of Acts, that little section of the book of Acts, lay it right over the top of John, what Jesus said. And this is what it looks like when the devil's defeated in my life. I'm obedient. I'm steadfast. I reverence God. I'm serving other people. I'm loving people. I'm walking in unity. I'm a thankful person. And the people in my life, they like me. And they enjoy me. That sounds like a pretty good life. And I don't think anything that was on that screen is a lie. You see that or not? Let's thank God for His Word. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Amen. Come on, let's get on up. Now, a lot of times I talk out of my life and struggles and stuff, but this is really important. I know it's like seminary today, won't it? You didn't know I could do seminary, did you? Amen. That's a pretty good crowd today, by the way. Thank you for coming in May. Pretty good crowd. I mean, we've got a big room, seats 1,200, so it can look empty. I don't like that. But anyway, pretty good crowd. Thank you for being here. Two services like this today. And I'm proud of y'all and I appreciate you. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for loving us. Lord, I pray right now that you'll do your work. You'll convince us in this room that we are sinners. That we've got issues. We've got problems. And Lord, I pray that you'll convince us that you, Jesus, are the only way out of these problems and the only way to get out of hell we must put our faith in you I pray you'll do that in people's lives this morning and I pray that then they will know that Satan is no longer their daddy so Lord help us we pray today in Jesus name with heads bowed guys you've come here today many of you may have been coming for a while But let me tell you something. You're just not going to make it. You're not going to go to heaven with your sin. And the only way to get rid of your sin is by putting your faith and trust in Jesus, period. I don't care what somebody else told you. It's not the truth. What we said today is the truth right from God's Word. And I might not have delivered it as good as somebody else could, but at least it's the truth. Would you put your faith in Jesus today? Would you say no to a church getting you to heaven? Would you say no to yourself getting you to heaven? Would you say no to all of that and say yes to Jesus Christ and Him alone? Can I lead you in a prayer where you'll do that? Are you convinced? Are you convinced that you can't save yourself and you need Jesus? Would you pray with me? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I am. I'm convinced of it. And I ask you to forgive me. And Jesus, I want you to know that I don't think you're a liar. 
I'm convinced that you're the Son of God. I'm convinced, though I don't understand it all, that you did come and you died on a cross and you rose from the dead because you love me. And I ask you to save me today. Come in my heart. I'm not going to put my trust in a preacher or a church or myself. I'm going to put my trust in you, Jesus. And that's just the way it is. Come into my life and help me live for you. Help me live for you. And no longer will I live for Satan, for the devil. I don't want to do that in my life. He's not my daddy. You're my father. Save me today, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. With heads bowed, how many would say, Pastor Gary? I got that today. I did. Can I see your hand lifted up? I said that prayer with you, Pastor. I meant that today. I meant that. I wasn't making it up. I meant that today. I don't need to make stuff up. I don't want to make stuff up. I meant that in my heart when I prayed it. Mm, That's a good sight to see today. Lord, bless these folk. Bless them. Help us all be more solid, 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 solid in our faith in you, Jesus. And help us as we have communion. Help us even as we have communion to realize this was all about you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. I wasn't going to be long and I lied. Amen. Because I'm a sinner. Come on, on, let's go. Let's have communion. Thank you, guys. Good to see you.